Gather round. It's time to pick the draft order. So, this is how we're going to do it. I spent a lot of time, put a lot of effort into it, got very excited. So, that'll go over there. This Everyone is your... on the count of three, put your hand in, pull out a piece of paper. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, oh, wow. There it this is. This is really exciting. Number oh, four. Number six. Number one. Number one. <laughs> Tim Brady, mother Congratulations. <laughs> but that is not where you're going to be drafting. See the kids over there? The kid with your number is your kid. Where they finish in the race is where you draft. Huh, bitches? You, you didn't even pick your own child. That's good because she's not that fast. Welcome to DFT, Dynasty Football Talk Podcast with my guys, Paul Edgington and Derek Cook. Let's get it. Welcome in to this week's episode of Dynasty Football Talk. I'm your host, Paul Edgington. You can find me on Twitter at Gump7285. Joined by my co-host, Derek Cook. You can find him on Twitter at D underscore Cook93. How are you doing this evening, Derek? I'm doing pretty good. Would be doing better had my Cowboys not lost to the Packers, but all things considered, I'm doing quite alright. Getting a little hungry again, but... Doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. The Bengals were on by, so I just got to freeloaded today and flip through the red zone channels, just not to worry about my team. You can't lose if you're not playing. That's true. You can only lose half a game, according to the standings. The standings, yes. But it was a pretty good week to watch some football. I saw the most of the Bills and Vikings games that went to overtime. Surprisingly, that uh, Bills... Didn't look as great as they usually do, and the Vikings kept up with them for me. So that was a pretty good game. Justin Jefferson, of course, killed it, per the usual. But no, it was a pretty good weekend, unfortunately, for my fantasy teams in DFS. I can't say the same. I threw up another dud in DFS this weekend, didn't bring in anything. So, dynasty teams, I didn't win a single game this week so far. But... I'm not really contending on most of them, so I'm perfectly fine with that. <clears throat> How's your fantasy teams doing this past weekend so uh, far? Let me let me look. So, yep, winless. All right, my I man. Don't have a single win, which is okay for me, I guess. Kind of same boat as you. Uh, most pretty much every new team that we drafted this year uh, has turned into a productive struggle. Or well, I think I've got two teams that are were severely hampered by injuries, and so I just tucked it in kind of early because four games in I was missing, you know, like Trey Lance, Javante Williams, so I said, fuck this season. Yeah, unfortunately, I had one like that as well. and I thought I was crawling back into it a little bit. I tried to make some win-now trades this past week to currently sit at 8-10, and 10, playing a guy that's 12-6. and six. Thought I had a fair shot. Had Justin Fields on my team, who dropped 45 in this format for this particular league. I made some pretty outlandish trade offers. I sent one, sent you one. It wasn't too bad. You ignored it. Didn't Out, respond. Outlandish. Yeah, I offered three first-round picks in 23 and Traylon for Jalen Waddle, Derrick Henry, and Deontay Johnson. When I my you offered, me, is, you offered me that? Nope, I offered someone else that, too. Oh. Said he couldn't do it because none of the first were early. So, so wait, let me... I, I, was, I was confused because I thought you were talking about the offer you sent me. You offered three firsts and Traylon for mm-hmm. Waddle, Derrick Henry... And Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson? 
Yeah, and he he said no. That's an overpay. I I felt the same way. He's a middle of the pack team, and he had Trey Lance. Derrick Henry. We can kind of run down this trade a little bit real quick. Um, I don't think Derrick Henry's value is a first, personally. Um, If it is, definitely a a late Late. first. Um, I personally wouldn't give up a first for Derrick Henry. Uh, Jalen Waddle, a first plus. Uh, Deontay Johnson, maybe a first. Yeah. So, and then you're also giving Trey Lonzo, who was a 22 first. So, I think it's an overpay for. He said he couldn't do it because why? He said none of the picks were early. Well, yeah, no shit. None of them are gonna be early. I don't. I'm not gonna give you an early first for any of those guys. That's why I said. I said if any of them were early, I wouldn't be offering you three plus Traylon Burks. Right. If one of them was early, I'd give you Traylon Burks and that one, and that's it. And he did reply. So I was like, yeah. No wonder why you're sitting in the middle of the pack right now. I've tried to trade with this guy a handful of times. Every time it's you couldn't move Trey Lance because that's his only quarterback. I feel like there's always guys in every league that are like that. Like they have guys like Derrick Henry, aging assets who are going to die on your team. Get rid of them when you get the chance. Whether that means you win or lose the trade, you should get rid of them because if you're not winning right now with him, get rid of him. His one young quarterback is Trey Lance. He doesn't have his own first-round pick. He has another guy who's a playoff team. And he's sitting in the middle of the pack, you know, like six through eight. I think he's seventh right now. So, could make the playoffs, could not make the playoffs. Right. But regardless, it's not a top six pick. No, and Trey Lance, I don't think, makes his team a true contender even next year. Not if that's your only quarterback. So, at least Henry and Deontay Johnson, if I was him, I'd be getting rid of. I, I can understand Waddle. Yeah, I can understand keeping Waddle, but if... I mean, realistically, like if I had Deontay Johnson and Derrick Henry... I'd probably be asking two first. Well, if he would have came back and said, you know, can't do Waddle, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, I'll take out Trey Long in the first, and I'll give you a two first for Henry and Deontay. And I think, I would that, I think, that's, a, that. I think that's a trade all day long. So, cause I got Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields, a quarterback, and A.J. Brown, a receiver. So I got a, I got a handful of studs right now, and I'm, like I said, just on the outside looking in. I thought if I made a big splash trade like that, Help me win this week, get back to 500, and make a playoff run with those studs the way Justin Fields is playing. Right. But didn't come to fruition, unfortunately. I did said you, you Did you send him – the? I know you said you sent him that original trade, but did you try sending him two first for – I did not, nope. Maybe go, go revisit that. Mm. Maybe take out – Waddle's the one you want, though, right? With my wide receivers, A.J. Brown is the best one that I'm looking at <laughs> – Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, Traylon. Right, so, so Waddle would start three. I mean, Waddle's great, so it would... Waddle was really the prize in that deal, but Henry and Deontay would obviously help me immensely this year. Right. So I'd just... At that point, there older, would be... Get a little younger at the same time. Right. Addition and subtraction at the same time, yeah. So if Henry and Deontay Johnson don't give you that push you think you need this year, there's no sense in making it, because then you're going to have the same problem next year that he's having this year. That's why I didn't push too hard. I was like, I'll see how it plays out this week. If I can hang with this guy who's, I think he's the third or fourth seed right now, you know, maybe lose by 10 points. Maybe I'll revisit that and try to come back again and make that push. But figured maybe it's a sign. Just keep those three first. Right. 
So that I don't those are the only three first you have. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably keep them. And like I said, Jalen, Justin Fields, AJ Brown. I got some pillars already. I got Kyle Pitts, who I recently traded for as well. So I got some pillars. I right. just just need to build around them a little bit. Exactly. I offered you Isaiah Likely in a second for Pacheco and Travis Kelsey. Oh no, I saw that. Yeah, so I, I just was, left it there. I was hoping to get those two trades done simultaneously and really boost my fucking team. Get Derrick Henry and Travis Kelsey. That would have really helped. You said I le- likely in a second. Yep, likely in a second for Pacheco and Kelsey. Yep. Yeah, I mean that, that's saying a lot because you like likely, but I know you like Kelsey too. If I could have got Kelsey and Kate Henry, I know that helped you immensely. I would have been ecstatic to get those two deals done. Right. But once your asshole didn't respond, the other guy wasn't wanting to play ball. I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll just. Continue taking. Try to get as low as possible because it's shitty. This one's by optimal points. And I'm right in the middle of the pack and optimal points. So even my pick's not going to be early. Right. So I was like, fuck it. Trade them all away and try to get in the playoffs and win some damn money. Just didn't happen. And going down to 8-12 and 12 with, what, three regular season weeks left? I'd have to win... You got two and zero each week. Two and zero all week, every week. Yeah, and that's just barely putting me over five hundred. I don't know if that's going to be enough in this uh, league. What league is this? Uh, the AFL. So I don't even know. Uh, Fourteen and twelve at the end of the day is going to be enough for a playoff spot. Mm. So I was like, yeah, well, they didn't happen for a reason. So I'm not going to push the envelope. Right. No, absolutely. I get what you're saying. That's uh, is that one of them leagues that I, yes, it sure is. Killed with injuries and I only have one quarterback that's healthy. Yeah, Burrow. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get him from you. I lie. I have Burrow and Kenny Pickett, but this week didn't do me no good because the Bengals were on by. Well, you got a quarterback um, and a half. Do I have Kelsey in that league? Is that 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 is that league, right? It is. Yeah, because I have Pacheco. Yeah. Yeah, so I was trying to go for it. Now I'm just going to say fuck it. Try to shed some points if I can. Try to get Thielen, Robinson. Try to get anything I can for those guys, really. But these guys just aren't playing ball right now. There's about three or four teams I'm looking at that are middle of the pack. They don't look like true contenders, but they're not. They're similar to my team. Not true contenders, but not definitely a couple shit. pieces away, right? Yeah, they're not they're not like your team. Right. And this other guy that's one and seventeen. So it's kinda shitty. We're all kind of playing in the same field and nobody wants to make a move one way or the other, it seems like. Well, they like having the options. They like being right in the middle. Hey, you offer me Trey Long and three first plus the one I have? You give me a third of the first round picks? Fuck, I'll take. A fourth of first round picks, right. Absolutely. Yeah, why not? But again you you get rid of an aging asset, Henry, Deontay. A lot of people are soured on him. I mean, you lose Waddle, but you gain the picks, and you get Traylon, who personally I'm still very high on. I thought it was very, I thought it would be enticing. Obviously, he's not very high on Traylon Burks, but I mean, like we just broke it down. Basically, uh, one first is more value than Henry. The other first maybe is a wash with Deontay Johnson. I'd still probably rather have the pick. 
And then Traylon on first for Waddle. I don't think it's a bad offer. No. I mean, you take the other little value left in both of the firsts. <laughs> I mean, I I think it's a slight overpay, really. Depending you're on not this guy. Depending on with you. Depending on where you're at with Traylon Burks, and that's me saying that I'm not I'm not a Traylon Burks stand, but I, I'm not going to say I don't believe in him either. I'm somewhere in the middle. It's worth taking a shot on. I think he's a top three wide receiver in this class all day long. Oh, absolutely. Right. I was disappointed. He couldn't make that push this week. So I'll just try to shed some points. And it's really the first season playing with the whole optimal points or max points for on sleeper for your draft order. So it is a whole different strategy and different animal compared to just record. Just record-wise. Yeah. I mean, it, the good thing is it uh, mitigates tanking. So, yeah, I, to a degree. I mean, you can still tank, but then you got to actually trade away players to tank. It's not just your lineup. So, um, not, it, it helps in the fact that the worst teams get the better picks. Theoretically, yeah. I'm just, I'm still not 100% sold on it, to be honest with you. I'm not either. I would much rather go by record. Because to get the first pick, because you got to shed a lot of points. Right. Your team really does have to suck. And then you, I mean, and then when you think about it, a team last year that absolutely was complete dog shit is going to go get Bijan Robinson. What's yeah. that going to do for him? Yeah. I mean, One player is not going to take your team from bottom to top immediately. No. No, I hope not. You know, not without more moves. No, so I'm just trying to navigate through those waters and figure out how to get the points off my team and get my ass to the bottom of the standings, and it's it's a challenge. It's, I'm, I'm right in your way there. I'm... Setting it too. Yeah, but you, your team just ended up that way. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't draft my team to be the second worst team in the league. But I've been riddled with it. When I start looking, I was like, oh, yep, this is one of those teams. Granted, I didn't draft quarterbacks as well as I wanted to, but I figured at some point Penny, Kenny Pickett would start, then Burrow, you know, one of my pillars to build around. So. Well, this is also the team we've talked about on the show many weeks. I've been very active in trading. This one, start one running back. I had JT, Saquon, Jacobs. And Hurts and Fields were my quarterbacks. Of course, Hurts the first month, or sorry, not Hurts, Fields, the first month wasn't doing shit. So <laughs> my team wasn't playing well. So I was like, fuck it. I'll get rid of the running backs for the liquid assets that I can gain, and I'll just pack it in. Then I went three weeks in a row. Then I'm like, fuck. Damn it. I'm right there on a playoff spot. Let, let right. me go try to get you some more assets back. sold too early. Just and then now look at what... Like, dumb son now of your one-two punch of Hurts and Fields is looking all pretty centers. fucking good. Yeah, I traded away JT to get a package of Pitts and A.J. Brown. Not a bad move, though. I mean, considering no. what your wide receiver room was looking like. No, I mean, I traded away Waller, which now he's... Probably out for the season for the looks of it. Right. He hasn't really done much of anything, so that pretty much a wash from a production standpoint. But I'm just like, damn. Sold those running backs because I thought I was dead in the water with Fields, and now he fucking QB1 since week five, five, I believe. Yeah. Drops another 40-burger in this league, and fuck. Damn it, and I kept those players. Now I'm just stuck in the middle I'm not going to make the playoffs kicking so. yourself in the ass for making them trades yeah I'm stuck in the middle I'm not making the playoffs with this roster as it sits a little bit of seller's remorse 
maybe Saquon. I mean, I got. I think you got a first, whole lot of JT. Second and Claypool first Saquon, so I didn't get a bad return at all. Right, but, but Saquon's for sure the win now piece in that trade. And Jacobs, I moved for a single twenty three first. I'm happy with that. Just it's Jacobs. If I can get a first out of him, absolutely. Kind of selling a year early compared to a year late. Exactly. Right. So whether I was in contention or not, I would have made that move again. Right. But Saquon's really the only one. Like I said, JT, I got a stud wide receiver, and you know how much I love the unicorn, Kyle Pitts. We'll see, if, we'll see if that unicorn's real or not here, hopefully in the next year or two. But no, I don't think hopefully. any – I mean, none of the trades that you, you mentioned there are, are bad trades for you. I was just curious if you had a little seller's remorse because now it fields look like hammered dog shit the first four weeks of the season. And like you say, since week five he's looked – or he's been QB1 overall since – you know, from week five till now, he's been QB1. He looks competent. I shouldn't necessarily say competent, but he's putting up the fantasy numbers. Yeah, I mean, Saquon, I definitely regret selling because right now, again, start one running back, but I'm looking at Cordero Patterson coming back from injury and Brian Robinson are my running backs. I was cool with that when I wasn't planning to win anything. Mm-hmm. But now, now that the hot streak, it's like I could really use Saquon right now. You had Saquon, I'd have, right? I'd have a lot better shot of winning some money this year. Yeah, so getting just sold too early, but I'm not a big believer in fields, or at least I was not previously. Maybe he's changed my mind just a little bit. Was not. So <sighs> I got a top where, ten. Top ten. Top ten. Who oh, shit? No oh, shit. Top ten. Unfortunately, are we comparing him to Jalen Hurts? I can see Tra- him trajectory having... wise. Now, obviously, they're a little bit different, but trajectory wise, yeah, I can see it. I mean, the mobile quarterback that people think is dog shit and can't hack in the NFL passing wise progresses little by little and gets by on his athleticism and finally becomes a good passer. I can see it. I mean, if I'm comparing side by side, Fields is absolutely more athletic. He's got the better deep ball than Hurts. But I think Hurts has the better arm overall, accuracy and whatnot. I I think Hurts, he's got it between the ears for a quarterback, better than Fields. He's got that dog in him, too. Hurts. Hurts, right. Compared to Fields. I don't know if Fields, Fields has did, that killer Fields instinct Fields did in, in college, but I haven't, I've haven't. i yet to see it. He's not, a, he's not a leader to me. Hurts is. Justin Fields is a leader. I haven't seen it so far. In Justin, the NFL. Justin Fields in the NFL was the first guy in the locker room, last last guy out. He he, he is a leader. I, I think that they're just behind the eight ball as an organization because they're not they don't have the right pieces around him. And right now he's just making me happy as a fantasy owner because he's just doing fucking everything he can to make whatever the fuck he can happen happen. Which is why the last what, three weeks he's had over hundred yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah. Three in a row. So I'm, I don't want that to be the case every week because I'd like the the young man to have a a decent NFL career longevity wise. But as a fantasy owner, I'm not not mad at it. I mean, I think Hertz was really the same way, just running for his life, getting us yeah, basically solely on what he gives us on the ground is what we're going to get. Right. I mean, Fields had 167 yards passing. So I mean. I can see him having the same type of outlook going forward. I think it all just depends on what they do with the offense. I think that's the big piece. Obviously, they need um, they need help on every skill group on the offense. 
And that O-line's not good. The wide receiver room is, again, not good. I mean, Claypool and Moody are serviceable with Komet, but I, I mean, that, that's okay, but I don't... Hmm. It's... I would like to see a guy like A.J. Brown, you know what I mean? Like a a top 10 wide receiver in the league go to the, you know, give him a top 10 wide receiver. That'd be nice. I know they're not going to, but. No. Absolutely not. And then they also don't have, I, I'm not a big fan of any of their running backs person either. No, I don't think they're future of the team at all. Yeah. I mean, Herbert's decent, but I don't think he's a one. No. I think it's more, for me, it's more about. Are they going to mold this offense around Fields' skill set? Not necessarily the players they're putting around him, but the scheme. Like with Hurts, they right. slowly built it, tailored to him, just like the Ravens Same did with Ravens Lamar. Did Lamar right. So it, even if they don't put what the, the best players, did with Tua. yeah, even if they don't put the best players around him, a la the Ravens, Mark Andrews, they just hit on the pick uh, outside of him. Who they really put around him? You know, nobody. But he's still successful in the NFL and fantasy. So for me, it's more about the scheme they're going to have him in next season going forward as opposed to the talent around him. Right. Because no, Lamar is showing us, no matter who's around you, if you're getting put in the best positions on the field, you're going to be successful. Right. Right. So I'm curious to see what they do. Because the offense right now, it's... Again, like Hurts and the Eagles, it's slowly, over the course of the season, fitting fields more and more. They're finally letting him... It seemed like early on, and then even early on this season, they wanted him to be a pocket passer. And, and they weren't throwing the ball a hell of a lot either. No. It's like they were... But when they did, like they didn't want him to do anything with his legs. They wanted him to just stand there, mm-hmm. make progressions, make the read, throw. And that's not what Fields is good at. Not at all. Fields, I mean, he he can read it, but I don't think he can read it fast enough to make that decision. Nonetheless, he's also trying to read progressions on which wide receivers that don't usually beat their man. Yeah. So. Um, when compared to OSU, you know, they beat the shit out of their man every play. And, uh, Fields had it lucky at OSU because his first read was always open. So mm-hmm. we didn't see this problem because. He was. It's easy to throw to an open receiver. I think he's also conditioned from OSU to. They want to go over the top. Yes. So I think he more so is slow on the progressions and whatnot because he's looking for the pop play, the big play. He's not still not used to taking what, what the, the defense, defense gives, gives you. you. Yeah. He might not exactly. Down. He might not even really know how to read a defense fully yet. I mean, Patrick Mahomes did in his first two years. No, he did. I mean, if that's I'm not comparing the two by any means. Not trying to, but. If it took Max Mahomes two years to figure out how to read NFL defenses, let's give Justin Fields some time. Yeah, doesn't they don't come in knowing how to read the NFL defenses? Like no, not very many. Like the Burroughs comments a few weeks ago, he said the defenses are playing differently and playing cover two and shell, and they don't know how to beat it. Okay, and people shit on him all week that week for him saying that. But it's like, dude, it, it happens. It's but, not and, but he's not wrong, and he's not telling a lie. No. So why are you right? You're shitting on them for, do you struggle in your job sometimes? Yeah. Do you not know what to do? Yeah. Same thing with these quarterbacks. They throw yeah, something new at you on the run. You also got to think, how much cover two and shell defense have we seen played this year? A lot more than fucking years past. Mm-hmm. It's not what they were 
particularly the Bengals, it's not with how they were played last year. Right. So well, you, I mean, it's it's always it, it seems like it's always that way. You figure out what the guy's good at, and you mm-hmm. try to stop. That's what these these coaches get paid to do. Put their put, put their players in a position to make the right play and and win the game. Yeah, I mean, believe it or not, you know, just because you're out there, oh, post snap, oh shit, they're playing a shell defense, but your play is designed to take the top off. You're screwed because of your scheme. Right. It's not always on the players. Sometimes the coaches are behind the eight ball too, and they're not willing to change their scheme. Well, it's it's kind of similar to, I mean, in our Devi episode, we were talking about hitting the play calls of two two games. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that the players got to go out and they got to execute, but I mean, sometimes you're just setting your players up for an uphill battle that they cannot win. Right, you're playing right into the defense's hands. There's not much you can do. Right. So I don't. Again, like you said, it's like running a pick play against zone. Right. It, it does it's nothing. Useless. It does nothing. The other guy's just gonna look at you. Hey, buddy, I'm just gonna stand here and let my other teammate take over the ball handler. Right. So I mean. It happens. It takes the quarterbacks a couple years sometimes, some shorter, some longer. That's why Tom Brady's so great. He may not be as athletic. He's never been athletic, but he's nowhere near as athletic. He doesn't really have to move, but he just sees it. He just sees it. He's seen everything. He's seen everything. Just like all the other greats, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Russell Wilson, back in the day it seems like now. Give them time, they're going to read your defense, and they're going to find something. A lot of the all-time great guys, the last four or five years of their career, it's like a two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. You put it in their hands, you know they're scoring mm-hmm. because they've seen it all. You, you can't confuse them. There's no stunt they haven't seen. It's, I mean, it's poetry in motion. Yeah. yeah. But uh, enough of that rant. Patrick Holmes will get there one day. Unacceptable. No, I'm talking about the poetry in motion. Like, I'm saying the last five years of his career. We'll get there. Yeah, he will. Yeah. More rings than Tom Brady incoming, but... No, um, no. We'll never see that again. We'll never see that again. (laughs) Unfortunately not. The league's too smart anymore. Yeah, there's too much parity in the league. But on to our usual injury segment. We touched on Darren Waller, put on IR. I think he's probably done for the season given how the Raiders are playing and the money they sunk into them. Might as well keep him out. Uh, Rashad Bateman, since our last podcast, was said he is out for the season. So another short, non-successful season in my eyes for Rashad Bateman. Then today, during today's games, Jerry Judy had, I believe, was a left lower leg injury. Looked pretty bad on film. Carded off. I haven't seen anything about what it is. I've seen anywhere from possibly a fractured tibia or tibula, high ankle sprain, maybe something with a meniscus. A couple different things, but it seems like he's going to be missing some time for sure. Anywhere from a couple weeks to the rest of the season. So that's unfortunate. Uh, as far as value-wise, I hate to say it, but I think Waller's value is, if you have him, he's pretty much shot. He's going to die on your team at this point. I'm sorry, I was just looking at uh, four hours ago, Broncos hoping Jerry Judy's injury isn't serious. Yeah, that's all I've I seen. I mean, I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen the video, but I was just just curious as if anything's come out. 
And what I said, you know, about the fractured tibula, high ankle sprain, it's all just... Speculation. Speculation based on, you know, doctors and people like that. I've seen medical people on Twitter, what they think it could possibly be just from looking at the tape. I didn't even, I didn't even see the injury, so I, I can't even speculate. Um, well, since you haven't seen it, here's the video I've seen floating around on Twitter, probably the best view of it. So take a peek and show me what you think. Uh, again, I'm no medical doctor. Don't know the body anatomy much more than your typical fantasy guy. Um, but it, it looks, I mean, it could still be serious. But at least his leg is pretty well straight, so you don't have any weird flexion either way. So ACL, MCL, I don't think that'll be necessarily a problem. Um, it could be a high ankle sprain. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's hard to say. It didn't look too I don't think too it's, horrible. I mean, he, he could miss the rest of the year. Uh, and we know high ankle sprains can... Linger, so especially with Judy, we right. found out how previously. We, we, right, absolutely. Um, it's an injury, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's serious. But he, he did something. I mean, it, it just the way he did it just looks yeah, just looks weird. And he was carted off, but nowadays I don't take put any weight in someone being carted off. I mean, see people walk around. DK got carted off to go take a shit. So exactly, torn ACLs. They're walking around. You know, ruptured Achilles. They're walking, so I mean, I don't. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking somebody being carted off. I'm not adding that into my thought process of how serious is this injury. I remember, you know, decade ago or so, if the car comes out, you're like, oh shit, he's heart hurt. This is something serious. Nowadays, they fucking bring it out for anything. Right, I got to poop. Right, I got to shit. So I ain't mad at DK. It's a smart ass move. Yeah, if might as well. If, if, you, if you can't make it there and you're going poop, but if someone gets seriously yeah. hurt while you're taking the shit. When you got the car, it's like, oh, ah, damn. I see where this, I see who's important on this totem pole. Last time but, I knew that. Right. But no, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye out, see see if we see something different on Judy. Um, hopefully it's not that bad. But it's, Especially for that Bronco offense for fantasy, it's already. It's already toast anyways. Yeah, Corlin Sutton had like six for 66. Gordon and, um. Latavius Murray had like 24 yards apiece. Russell Wilson was hit almost 20 times, I think I saw. 20? Yeah, so Greg Dolchitz, the tight end, who I had in a few places, DFS didn't show up today. So it's already not pretty. Missing Judy, it's just going to be horrid. I'd, prob- I'd have a hard time starting any of the Broncos players going forward. Man, I think Russell Wilson, stat-wise, had his best game of the year. That's not good. Two eighty six and one touchdown. He still has more interceptions than touchdowns, though. I lied. He has seven touchdowns and five interceptions. I lied. Ah, finally the positive. There he goes. It's about time. He's still burnt toast. Unlimited is back. No. No. Well, that's pretty pitiful, saying it's the best game of the year. It's... Less than 300 and not even a multiple touchdown game. And a 50% completion percentage. That's just not not good at all for him. I, sucks for the Broncos. They oh, yeah, anticipating, set all that capital and anticipating getting a top five quarterback. And you're lucky if you got a top 25 quarterback. Scoring wise, he's quarterback 21. God, so. that's terrible. We used to see him top 10. 
uh, yeah, usually he starts off super hot and mm. flames out at the end. It's normally about how it goes. So he's usually like top three or four in the first nine, ten yeah. weeks of the season. And then he, yeah. But still finishes around top ten. So that's very unfortunate for Judy in that offense. But just one player I wanted to bring up who could be coming back anytime now, it seems like, from injury. Rookie wide receiver, Jameson Williams. Just wanted to discuss his value a little bit. Saul was also part of a little interesting conversation on Twitter about his value. So per keep trade cut, about three months ago, he was wide receiver 22. Right now... He's about wide receiver 17, 18, 19, still in that range. And, you know, he hasn't played a single down. I don't even think he's practiced yet. No. So he's still being valued as a – his value went up from three months ago without playing. Top 20 wide receiver, according to keep trade cut. This is a perfect example of why I don't like keep trade cut. They have some great tools, great features, but – how the hell does he move up five slots and still has not practiced, played, done anything relevant to the NFL? Uh, give me the give me the next five guys lower than him, if you don't mind. All right, you got it. So as of this moment, J-Mo currently sits at wide receiver 18. The next five guys, Devontae Smith, Michael Pittman, Chris Godwin, Hollywood Brown, and DJ Moore. Or right after him. I uh, I have a hard time saying he's better than any of them. Yeah, I uh, probably maybe have Godwin more in Godwin. Maybe Godwin, but but the other three, I think there's definitely an argument to be made. I'd have Hollywood out of that group, number one. Right. I mean, interesting enough, George Pickens is right ahead of Jameson Williams, a wide receiver seventeen. If we're if we're trying to trade right now, Jameson Williams, George Pickens, or it's, it's I mean, you would think super similar value if they're back to back on rankings. Yeah, but personally, if you if I got Pickens, you come to me with JMO, that should be a straight up swap. Theoretically, I'm looking at you like you're fucking nuts. I'm on something I'm, decent on top of J-Mo. I am in the exact pickings. same boat as you because J-Mo has done nothing NFL relevant yet. And that's my problem with him being rated higher than... And that's why I said the next five guys. And then I was, after that, I was going to tell you there's five guys ahead of him. Um, I think yeah, he's I mean, closer to the 20 range, personally. I mean, I for sure would have... Uh, who is it we just said? Uh, Hollywood Brown above him. Then who were the other two? Christian Kirk and... Uh, or who uh, was it? Michael, it was Michael Pittman and Devontae Smith. I'd probably have them two above him too currently. Until Jamison Williams goes out there and plays it down to football, I don't I I think I would have all three of those above him. Yeah, I mean it's just just crazy nowadays compared to when we first started playing Dynasty five, six years ago, how drastically and quickly values change. Like Rashad Bateman is now wide receiver thirty five. He's down 13 spots just for the injury being out for the season, basically, since that news came out. Right. It's just nuts. Juju has shot up 60 spots from wide receiver, what, 96 to wide receiver 36? That's nuts. Rondo Moore shot up 49 spots. Darnell Mooney shot up 20 spots. 
just to me, like, I keep trade cut has some cool features, but I get that like there's fluctuation, but there shouldn't be fluctuation like that. That to me, that's just crazy. Kadarius Tony up seventy six spots. Yeah, that's crazy. Just be the trade of Kansas City. That's crazy. That's that's crazy. That ridiculous. And these these are overall spots. Sorry, not just wide receiver spots. Overall between the four positions. Okay. But still, that many spots just to be moved to Kansas City and not walk into a wide-open spot, that's crazy. Especially being behind the guys he's behind? Yeah. I mean, Jalen Waddle's currently wide receiver three. Okay, who is, who is he above? Give me, like, two or three he's above. So, so he's Brown, behind, he's behind Jamar, Jamar and JJ. JJ. Okay, so A.J. Brown. Now give me A.J. Tyreek. Stephon Diggs, Cup, CD is wide receiver eight. Chris Olave is wide receiver nine. He needs to be knocked down a few. Yeah, he's above T, the Sun God, DK, Debo, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's wide receiver thirteen. I think that's a bit that's high. That's high. I think he should be probably down J Mo range ahead of J Mo, of course, but. In that I range. mean, you could argue that he'd be like right ahead of J Mo and right behind Pickens. Yeah, wide receiver thirteen. I mean, I like Chris Olave, but I don't think he's a top nine, top ten wide receiver. No, That's crazy. I don't think so, but then when and you I guess when you look at Jalen Waddle at three, three's maybe not necessarily bad, but uh, for me, dynasty wise, you know, I definitely Jamar and JJ in either order doesn't matter. Um. Who'd, we, who'd you say I'm four? taking A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Those three. Four. Sure. Sure. Fire. I know he's younger. Tyreek Hill. But I'm taking Tyreek still. Right. Tyreek Hill over him. Um, I don't think Cooper Cup should be up there like that. I think Cooper Cup, you know, no. top eight, top nine, ten, yeah, but. Cup did. I would I'd probably have Waddle at five. That's probably about where I had five or six. Yeah. I'm not putting CD over Waddle. No, I still can't believe he's still biting. Top ten wide receiver. Yeah, that's that's kind of nuts. To me I know too. he's had a pretty steady season, but he hasn't had that. He's been okay since Dak's been back, but he's he hasn't had. He what hasn't we would think where we would well, let's what we're hoping for right season. Jalen well, Waddle type year, right? So he's currently wide receiver sixteen in in standard scoring. Um, no standard. ESPN standard scoring. We just call that PPR, my friend. Say standard, that means not PPR. Okay, well, standard. ESPN PPR scoring. He is what is he's sixteen in both. To be fair, in standard and PPR. There we go. So, forty nine receptions, five hundred fifty yards, three touchdowns. But he's never really been a touchdown machine, anyways. But he's still not garnering top ten wide receiver. Value for wide receiver sixteen. You know what I mean? It's the same thing that we've said several times. Um, last year he finished as wide receiver nineteen, rookie year wide receiver twenty two. So he's technically having his best season, and he yeah. should. He's wide receiver one on the team finally, but he's still not a top ten producing wide receiver. No, I mean receiving yards, he's sixteenth in the league. So, I mean, <clears throat> he's not tippy-top of any categories. Reception is 19th. He's a nice, solid top 20 receiver. Receiving touchdowns, he's... 
He's only got three. So he he's... could be tied for as high as 17th. Right. So, I mean, it's anywhere from 17 to fucking 35. T- t- Touchdown-wise? <clears throat> yeah. Right. So, to me, this nice top 20 receiver. He's kind of screaming Juju at the beginning of his career. Yeah, but Juju was undervalued. I think they're No, right, similar, no, but, but I'm saying numbers-wise, like, to me, it's screaming like Juju his first four years with the Steelers. Except for that top 10 season. And you also had A.J. Brown that year. Or, I'm sorry, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. You get where I'm going. Yeah, he had a top, he had one top eight, top eight season. And then he was steady Eddie for you that nobody wants. Yeah. Or uh, CD. You know, back in wide receiver one, top wide receiver two for five, six years in a row when he first got in the league. Yeah, just him and CD are just opposites. Similar production. Juju was undervalued, CD's overvalued. Nobody wanted Juju, everyone wants CD. Juju, I mean, I, we're kind of tangent. Juju's still only twenty-five, which is crazy. For all the football that man's played, he's still got so many years ahead of him. Hopefully, I mean, you would assume probably a good six, yeah, of like fantasy relevant football left. And I think CD is he twenty-three, yeah, twenty-three, yeah, two years younger. Speaking of Juju, he got knocked the fuck out today. Did he? He got knocked out cold. Yeah. On a hit? Tackle? On a hit, yeah. So hopefully he's okay. Went to concussion protocol, of course. So he didn't come back into the game. So well, at least maybe the Dolphins can learn something. Yeah. Be nice to those doctors and independent <coughs> doctors down there. Could agree on something. Keep a guy out for the safety and well-being of their players. Yeah. That's Was, always Did helpful. you have in a game before that? or He was having a decent game. I had him in plenty of places <coughs> in DFS today. He had me like five or eight points, one of those two. How early was it? Was it uh It was in the first half. Gotcha. So he didn't get going too much. Yeah, he had two catches for thirty three yards. So, could have been on his I mean, way to a big game. Could have, for sure. Two for thirty three, that's not bad. No, not at all. But that'll about do it for the injury segment. There's Nothing I saw, nothing comes to mind. That was a really big injury. So we'll move on to our next segment that we introduced last week. We'll go ahead and head over to the Dynasty GM on Dynasty Nerds and sift through their trade browser. This week's player will be looking at Justin Fields. Nice hot name in the market. We're going to look at, you know, not sure how many trades, whichever ones pop out to us that are interesting. From, I got a good one right here for you. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to start at the bottom from last week. Oh, okay. Last okay, Sunday. Okay. And see what we have since he started. You know, he's been QB1 since week five. But last week seems like was people was when people started to finally, oh, shit. He's really doing the damn thing. Maybe we should go out and buy him. So we're talking about 11-6 yes, to now. Yep. Okay. So now... Keep in mind, 11-6 was Sunday, so some of these could have been made prior to the game. I know from the looks of them, some of them were. I mean, we got a couple here. Fields for a 23-second. If you bought them for a 23-second last week, you got a steal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I see that same one. But this was the one that popped out first to me. Fields for 223 first and Traylon. <clears throat> I think I'd rather have the two first and Traylon. As even though saying 
I now have Fields in my top ten. Two first and a young wide receiver that I'm high on. That's hard to are you out. Are you – does it matter where those first land? If one's mid and one's late. You're taking it. Taking it. Because, again, we're high on Fields now. But he, but it could always he could go easily right back crash down. and burn, right. especially with that Bears organization. I, I, right. I, I agree with you. Um, I mean, I, I would almost say you could probably take Traylon out of it and throw something even smaller in there and still take it. I mean, anytime you can get two first and a loaded class, consensus loaded class, plus a first-round wide receiver from last year, you're getting three first-round first pick values. That's hard to turn down for any player, let alone – a quarterback, quarterback such who's as only been hot for five, six weeks. And has been doing it mostly with his legs. Entirely with his legs. I would I would like to – I wish there was a way we could see what his numbers would look like in stack-up QB-wise if we could take the rushing out of it. Not good at all. I don't think he's hit over 200 passing yards once, maybe twice. This season? No. I mean, the last month even – Oh, Today when he, when he finished his QB week last QB one last week, he only had one seventy seven. Mm-hmm. He had three passing touchdowns. Yeah, so both agree there. Taking the package, I would take the package if it was less too. If it was just two first, I'd take it. First and Traylon, I'd strongly consider it. I don't think that would be enough for me to take it. Right, but I want at least two first. That's like my bottom. That's yeah. like my bottom dollar. Um, that's what I was saying though. You could take a little. I'd take a little bit less, so it wouldn't have to be Traylon. I'd take two first, and you could throw me a, I don't know, a, a small bone. You know what I mean? And I'd take it. Right, throw me whatever you want. Right, damn near. But the next one right above that's actually Fields for Kenneth Walker. I think it's a pretty interesting one. Swapping out a young quarterback for a young running back at the position that he's not going to be valued at for more than fuck at this rate past next season. Right. So I think it's a pretty interesting one. I'm I'm for sure keeping Fields for him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I get the argument of Fields and um, he could crash and burn. I, I get all that. But the in super flex leagues, which is what we play in, quarterbacks are worth the most. And the shelf life of a running back is nothing compared to a quarterback. Um, and I love Kenneth Walker. He's, you know, showing out. But I'd, I'd have to keep Justin Fields at this rate. The only I, st- way, I still feel like that's selling low. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, even with the rise KW's had over the past couple of weeks, that's still very low. Given he is a running back. I mean, look what JT did last year, and people are knocking him down to barely top five range just because he I struggled mean, this year. I mean, if you could just think about it, though, like I'm not saying Blake Corum is going to be Kenneth Walker, but – if next year and I have a 23 first, could happen. I could have Blake Quorum or if it's earlier, Gibbs. I know yeah. I'm not getting Bijan, but I don't. I wouldn't say I'd. Rather, I would probably rather have Gibbs than Kenneth Walker for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, Blake Quorum, maybe not, but I'm not. You know what I mean? If I can get a a similarly valued player, in my opinion. 85-90% of the value Blake Corn compared to Kenneth Walker possibly next year for mm-hmm. and not trade away a quarterback in a super flex league and keep me I'm gonna keep the quarterback. Exactly. The only way I see this trade makes sense is if you're contending, Fields is your QB three, even at this point you're stacked uh, right. and you need desperate help at running back to get some more points in your lineup. 
But outside of that unique situation, I don't I mean, see this uh, making any sense. And I could see that too, but with the way Fields is playing right now, he's probably not your QB3. I'd hope not. Unless I, you're I mean, unless you've loaded. got like Josh Allen and, and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But, I, don't, I mean, crazy shit could happen, but yeah, that's, that's the only way this trade makes sense. Now talk about crazy shit. Fields... And Terry McLaurin for Gabe Davis and Justin Herbert. This one's very interesting. Also because I I personally have moved Herbert down. I don't know how to look, but I don't think he's top five anymore for me. But I've seen Herbert sliding down rankings just ever so slightly, little by little. Before the season, he was a consensus top three guy. Um, I mean, so... I can tell you who I have above Herbert. It's going to be Mahomes, my QB1. QB2 is going to be Josh Allen. Um, QB3 is going to be Joe Burrow. QB4 is going to be Lamar. QB5 is going to be Kyler. QB6 is probably Herbert. I have it similar. Mahomes, Allen, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Lamar, then I got Herbert six and Kyler right behind him. I've, you know, like you said, beginning of the year, startup season, he was. If you got a top three pick, you're getting Mahomes, Allen, Herbert. You're happy with whichever one falls to you. Right. Now, if I'm sitting at three and Herbert falls to me, I'm either taking Hurts or I'm trading out. Right. I'm not taking Herbert anymore. Absolutely. Um, so it's interesting so to see him move from Fields. At that, this point. Right. So that being said, you still have him higher than Fields in your rankings. Ever so slightly. Now, where do you have Gabe Davis compared to Terry McLaurin? Do you have Gabe higher? That one is tough because I'm not a fan of either of them. Me neither. But I have Gabe Davis two slots higher. It's so. Gabe, or sorry, yeah, two. Gabe, Sutton, Terry McLaurin. So it's a wash at that point. So hypothetically, just based on value, I know where you're going with this trade, right? Yeah, I'm Herbert's side. I still think longevity-wise, he's the better asset to have. Right. Okay. I'm in, I'm in the same boat as you, and Herbert's worth more. If I wanted to flip him and get more out of him, I can get more out of Herbert individually than Justin Fields. Exactly. Took the words out of my mouth. Again, Fields could have a couple bad weeks, and then people were going to be hands-off. Herbert could struggle the rest of this year, and I don't think people it's going to affect still him too much. Him. People are still sucking dry. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, here we go. Now we're cooking. Are you talking about the next one? No, not Alexander Madison. I don't know who the fuck did that trade. Oh, here you, I see what you're going at. Trey Lance at the 23 first. I know where you're going. I'm going Trey Lance at the first. I, I have to. I, yeah, you're going to die by Trey Lance. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're going to stand on that hill. Crazy or not, I still have Trey Lance ranked above him, so. Yeah, that's crazy. I still think he's got... Trey Lance has done nothing. Yeah, I I know, I know. I hope you're right, but I'm taking Fields. I still think the talent's there for him. I think he's the more talented player overall. Just injuries and... I don't think it's the talent. I think it's the situation that's 20 times better. Do you think the Bears' situation is better? No, no. I think Lance's situation is better, and that's what... That's what irks me or makes me want to say Lance. 
if he would have stayed healthy this season, who knows what would happen? Because you got to think we only saw him against the Bears in that fucking yeah against that down monsoon war. game, and then, and then he got, he got hurt the next two. game. Yeah, and he was having a good game until he, he got rushed six times in the first quarter and then got hurt. I think he was like two or three or three or three passing. Yeah, he he had. I mean, considering he only had like three or four <laughs> pass attempts, I mean he he was putting up numbers. And this so was when was, and this was when the Niners were completely healthy. Yeah. Oh, I think Kittle was out. Was Kittle out? Probably. But they they still running weeks. backs were healthy. Debo was healthy. But just imagine if he had stayed healthy. I think he would have had a big year personally. And now if they would have got McCaffrey. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, you know, McCaffrey's under contract still next year. So we could see something special there. I think we will, but, yeah, given, even if I had Fields ranked above Lance, I wouldn't, they'd be in the same tier. So, same tier, same age, better upside with Lance for me, plus a pick, that's a smash all day. Unless I'm contending currently. That's exactly what I was about to get at. Um, Value-wise, it makes sense for Lance. I'm not high on Lance, and I might be pulling back what I said about Fields over Lance. Based on this trade, I still have Fields rated higher than Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 20 through first, it's a, cherry on top. it's a cherry on top, and I think it does push it over the top. The only thing that would be keeping me from taking the, the package side is if I was a contender. If I'm a contender, I hold on the Fields. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I mean he play, he's going to put up points. So I'll let you point out the next one, and I know exactly where you're going to go. Are you talking about Dak? Dak. Dak for Fields. So, Mr. Cowboy and Buckeye fan, <coughs> I see you're choked up over this one already. Which way are you going? In a vacuum. Forget content. Well, Rebuilder, obviously, I think we're both going Fields. Yeah. But in a vacuum and contender, where the hell are you going? I mean, it's not like Dak's lit it up this year either. I don't... No, I don't think so. so Nothing pops out at me. Um, man, I, th- I think... He's QB 36. And he only put up 19.2 today against the Packers. 25 oh, against yeah. the Bears. Dude, I want to go to that league. Yeah. So, I mean... I, I mean, long I mean, he's playing long, well when he's played a full game. Right. But he hasn't, he hasn't had a 30-point boom week. I mean, he's finished full game... QB 18, 4, and 6. Right. So he's still up there, especially his last two um, games. I think I go Dak in a vacuum contender. I know that Fields is showing out and putting up good numbers. He's been QB 1 since week 5, but at some point or another, it's going to stop. Yeah. It, and it if this is not maintained, it's, he's not going to be able to maintain this for the rest of the year. No. Justin Fields is not going to win you a championship when you're playing in week 17 with him, with Justin Fields getting a, almost 200 yards rushing. and You know what I mean? It's, it's, this is it's no. just the this, train will stop. Right. So just a matter of when. Um, you give me Dak for contending in, in a vacuum. And that's another – I do also still kind of believe that Dak, like face value, is worth more. Yeah, Dak could struggle, but it's Dak, and he's 
he's proven Cowboys, and he's got five weapons. years in. It's he's been, you know, like a been franchise a guy for, you know what I mean, a few years. So he's he he's a he's a name. You know what I mean? He's and a name. He has a couple bad games. Not really gonna bat an eye too much. Right. Fields has Justin a couple Fields games. is still under a microscope. You're gonna be like, Ugh. Right. The real Fields is back and nobody's gonna The want Cowboys him, so. have already paid Dak. He's got what next year's his last year on the deal, I think. Three uh, three year like three year ninety mil or something or no, more than that. Three year one or something yeah. stupid. Yeah, something stupid. I think um, next year's his final year under it, so longevity wise. I think it's really about even there, but I take Dak. Just value wise, I think Dak's again. play style for longevity reasons makes more sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, I'd, I'd take Dak, like you said. We can trade him for more later if need be. More to he's a more liquid asset compared to Fields. All right, Justin Fields is just hot right now because he's putting up numbers. But if Justin Fields has a couple games and you decide to sell him, it, you're not going to get. Anywhere near what you could have got out of him this week or last week. No. Not even close. Um, hmm. Here's a little bit of an interesting one. It's uh, pretty loaded here. <laughs> Is it the Burrow one? Nope, that one's... That was easily Burrow. But Fields in London for Zach Wilson, Travis Etienne, Damian Pierce, Jimmy G... And a 23 first. Um, okay, so Justin Fields and Drake London for Jimmy G, a 23 first, Zach Wilson, Damian Pierce, and ETN. Yeah, so two for four Five. players and a pick. Yeah, right, right. <clears throat> two quarterbacks. <throat> Excuse me, two quarterbacks and two running backs. This one's pretty uh, tough. This one is very tough because something's making me want to say Fields and London all day long. Because I think London is going to be the best wide receiver out of this draft class, and he has top five wide receiver potential. Um, Jimmy G sucks. I, I say I, not respectfully. I say that um, his, he he only has a job because of injury right now. Um, yeah. I'm not high on Zach Wilson. I never really was, but I'm for sure low on him now. Really, the only thing I'm interested on, I'd, all interested in on the. The package side is ETN the twenty three first. Damian Pierce yeah. trade value wise, like he's a good piece to have, but like his name doesn't mean anything. It took me half the year to get to move him. Right. And all was that I was only looking for a twenty three first. Right. Wasn't looking for nothing. So he doesn't have, he doesn't have value. <laughs> no. And I ETN had to, does. I had to do a pick swap to even move him. Right. So I'm taking fields in London. You know how I feel yeah. about London. Higher on him than even you are. Fields is the best quarterback of the group. Running backs are nice. But, but the if shelf I had to roll life, out Wilson or Jimmy G over Fields the rest of the year. What's I'm the not point? Too happy. And then well at that point you're getting two you're getting you're getting two running backs that are starting. What is your running back situation currently? Do you have no running backs? Who you cutting? Who you exactly. dropping, you know. So yeah, give me give me Fields in London. Um Drake Clinton's going to be around a lot longer than about anybody else on the other side. Yeah. Maybe besides Zach Wilson, the 23 first. Yeah, that's definitely Fields in London. It's not not quite very close to me. No. Even if the value says so, I, I'll take those two. 
Yeah. This one's semi-interesting. Uh, Is the next one? Yep. 23 first and second. Kenny Pickett. I guess Davis Mills <clears throat> can be included for Fields. So really, Pickett a first and a second, 23 for Fields. Again, what would go you back say to, Kenny Pickett's 22 draft capital was for rookie drafts? Like a second? Late first, early second. As of today, I'd say he'd be a first rounder, given he's a, he is the he starter. He is the starter. Right. So, so you're saying two first and a second, basically. Yeah. And, you know, And Davis Mills, whatever he's worth. And whatever you want to do with him. You're going to cut him next year, anyways, when they draft Bryce Young. Right. I think I take Pickett in the picks. Yeah, because this kind of kind of goes back to our first talk was or one of the first trades we talked about. You give me two first for Justin Fields, I'm pretty well happy. Um, so you're getting arguably two first and Kenny Pickett an actual twenty three first and then twenty three second and then Javis Mills on top. Or you can try to flip Mills to QB team for a first or third or sorry second or third. Absolutely, I'd take it to. A contender who's looking, you know, has a a weak QB three or a weak QB two, and be like, "Hey, man, look for my weak fill in to right. keep the top seed or something." Right. Hey, man, throw me a second or a third for Davis Mills, and he's yours. People may not like Pickett talent wise, but it is the Steelers. They're very loyal to their players. They, they give their guys the first round. They give their guys a chance. He played he played college ball in Pittsburgh, kind of a hometown guy. They've proven they can develop players. Him and George Pickens have a rapport. I, I think I think Kenny Pickett's going to be around for a little while in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he'll probably be around longer than Fields. Yeah. So yeah. longevity-wise, give me the other quarterback and the picks. But I'll go ahead and let you pick the next one. Let's see. Hmm. Hmm. Let's there's see some pretty bad ones on here. That's yeah, there's... Oh, Okay, I there. got one. No, I think... No, with T-Law? No. No? Oh. That's the one right below that. Let's hear it. All right, so Justin Fields and Gerald Everett for okay. Brandon Ayuk, a 24 first, a 23 first, and Mac Jones. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, give me the Mac Jones side. That's exactly what I was going to. Cause it, Even without Mac it Jones. It goes the same thing. The tw- I, I'm really liking this 24 class. Personally. People were oohing and on over the 23 class. I'm about there with the 24 class. Yeah, I think 24 is about right on par with 23, if I'm being honest right, right now. I get you have to wait an extra year, but then again, you're also doing the same thing. So you're, I'm also, I like Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, he's a startable player. And him and before Lance got hurt, again, we're building a rapport. Yeah, so something cooking, that's um, for sure. The two firsts and let's just say Ayuk for Fields and give me Mac Jones over Jared Everett. Again, Mm -hmm. I'm not a Mac Jones fan either. I think Bailey Zappi deserves that job, but give me the package. Even take Mac Jones out of the deal, I want the package. Right. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Two first plus a a starter you can put in and be fine with, right. and then you're also going to give me a replacement quarterback in Mac that I can plug in and usually be, count on like 16, 18 points. Be QB my two. be my QB three in bye weeks. And, uh, 
package all day as much as I'm liking fields. Right. So, and then we move on to the next one. Fields in a second, 23 second, for T-Law and a 24 first. Where's your head at on this one? Justin Fields. Fields? Yeah. I'm going the opposite way. I'll take the first to T-Law. T-Law's not dead to me. He's not dead to me either. He's a top 12 quarterback. Dynasty wise for me. I just have Justin Fields a little bit higher. Oh, I do. I have Fields three spots higher. Four, maybe. Yeah, three currently. So, same tier. So, again, I'll take the better pick within the same tier. T-Law's doing well producing. It's not like he's not not performing like like last year. Yeah, they're... I think they're willing to build around him. So I think even if you're contending, that's still a good move here. You're still going to get a I think contending starter. Justin Fields is better, but T-Law, it's not like you're going to dog shit with T-Law. Right, it's not like you're taking a step. It's not like you're signing big, with Mac Jones. Down. Yeah. Right. Um, no, my, my thought on this is uh, I like Justin Fields a little bit more than T-Law currently right now. Um, and then I, I get like... We're talking a 23 second compared to a 24 first. I, as much as I just said, I love the 24 class, the way it's shaping up. I don't want to wait. I am impatient. I'm, yeah, I agree. If this was, say, Mac Jones instead of T-Law, I'd be in the same boat. I don't really want to wait. But given I'm getting T-Law back, I'm perfectly fine with waiting because I don't see him that far apart. If this was... Say this was a 23 first, and give me a T-Law all day long. Absolutely. So, looks like we'll agree to disagree on that one. It's not bad either way. I, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I can see I the argument. Wrong. Yeah, I can see the argument either way. Again, I love the 24 class. Are you looking at the next one? Yeah. The one's... Jamar Chase one? Yeah, that one's fucking nuts. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to comprehend it. Oh, what oh. we got... Oh, oh, yeah, let's let's go over that. I mean, it's there's a lot. Fields, Barkley, Mike Williams, 223 first, and 24 first. That's a lot. For T-Law, Tua, Jamar Chase, Zeke Elliott, 24 second, and 23 second. That is a lot. That's a lot to comprehend. Oh, man. I mean, you got two twenty-three firsts, twenty-four firsts. So there's three firsts, and then we're gonna call Justin Fields two firsts. There's five firsts. Saquon, another One first, and a half, probably. So there's six firsts. Or I'm just breaking it down in the first. So six and a half first worth of value. Jamar, what's he worth? Three, two, two, two and a half. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Two and a half. All right, let's just say two. A T-Law, is he worth two? Mm, to me, he is. Yeah. All right, two. Tua. One, two, two. two. yeah. So there's six, six and a half. I don't think Zeke's worth the first anymore. Fuck no. Then you got a 24 second, 23 second. So, like, to me, value wise, this is a very close trade. But man, give me Jamar. Yeah, I was going to say, give me him and the other two quarterbacks that, in my mind, are top 20. I mean, I I get that, like, you're taking a a severe hit going from Saquon to Elliott, but if I can take Mike Williams and put him into Jamar. Yeah, you're taking Fields and spawning him and a fucking two quarterbacks that you're going to start. Right. I mean, I know that I'm giving up a fuck ton of draft capital, but man, give me Jamar. Give me. I don't like if you're looking value wise, like this is close. 
but it's not. I mean, if I'm looking at my lineup and I'm starting field, Saquon, I'm probably contending. But then I look at my lineup and I see Zeke, Tua, T-Law, and Jamar, and I feel a lot better about my chances. Absolutely. Even if I'm rebuilding. The, the point in fantasy easily. is the win money. Yeah. And those we, guys are going to help you win more. Right. Let's not get stuck in the, oh, these are pretty names, and I'll look at all these 23 firsts. No. Give me that you know, two top 12 quarterbacks and a, my yeah. top receiver over an aging running back, an injury-prone wide receiver that's also aging, dart right. throws for th- first-round picks and fields. Right. Easily the package of right. two T-Law. And then, let's see, fields oh, for Herbert. Fields for Herbert straight up. Straight up. Herbert, easily out. value. If I were to get that trade for my couple fields, I'd have to go back to at and give me a new phone. Here's a good one. Let's Might be it. a good one. Michael Thomas, two. Jalen Hurts, Jamar, Ooh. for AJB, Ooh. Justin Fields, Kadarius Tony, Greg Dolchik, and a 23-3rd. Oh. Jalen and Jamar. Jalen and Jamar, easily. Yeah. I don't know who would... Trade those two for that package. I mean, who in their their right mind? Jamar and AJ Brown. I don't think they're as far as as far apart as you might think. I I mean, there's a the way I have it. Jamar and JJ to me are one A and one B. They are got Jamar at one and AJ Brown three. Right, but that's what I was getting at. So they're to me, Jamar and JJ are tear themselves. In a, in a roundabout way, but the step from him, them two to AJB is not much. No. Not much at all. I mean, I mean, Fields to Hurts, that's my rankings, about six spots. Yeah, mine. And you're going from, like, what is it, tier three to top of tier two, possibly pushing Hurts into tier one before too long. So absolutely can be Hurts and Jamar. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's see. And then I'll let you uh, go ahead and find another one for us. Mm. Yeah, there's. Oh, oh, sorry. I'll, I'll trump you. Go for it. Kyler for Fields. Straight up? Straight up. Give me Kyler. Kyler? Yeah. Even with turmoil he's going through and all the bullshit. Yeah, I think, his, I think his value is higher than Justin Fields. Even with Call of Duty just coming out. Yeah. All right. What about you? Uh, Kyler. Yeah. yeah. Same thing, value. Yeah, I think he's more of a tradable asset. That's where I'm coming from. I can get more value. If I'm if I'm looking to sell Justin Fields or Kyler straight up, I would expect to get more in return for Kyler than Justin Fields. I think you know, both ways he's got a higher ceiling and he's got a higher floor. Right. And he just signed a big extension. Yeah, so he, no matter where he goes, he's going to play. Right. Hmm. Okay. Justin Fields <laughs> for Gina Smith, Brandon <laughs> Ayuk, AJ Dillon at 23 third. Uh, I'm going to stick with Fields on that one, pal. Yeah. Oh, man. It sounded good in the head, but it was not good. <laughs> you know, once you start rambling out, say, ah, never mind. Ah. Okay, so basically, here, I got another one. In a roundabout way, it's basically Justin Fields, Cooper Cup. For 
Well, I guess I can include the picks. Justin Fields, Cooper Cup, uh, 23 second, no, two 23 seconds, and then a 25 third. I, that's kind of stupid. For Herbert, Cortland Sutton, a 23 third and fourth. Uh, give me Herbert Sutton. Thanks Takes don't really. Uh, I was going to I was going to not even include the picks at all and just say Herbert and Cup or Fields and Cup for Herbert and Sutton. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Fields in the 23 first for Kenny Pickett, Najee and Hollywood Brown. Field, oh, Fields in the first. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Najee's a dead asset at this point, my To me, yeah. I don't. Same thing. I want nothing to do with Najee anymore. Oh, hello. Josh Allen for Fields and Justin Jefferson. You say Josh Allen for Fields and Justin Jefferson? Yeah. Give me Fields and JJ. I'm leaning that way too. As much as I love the QB two, Josh Allen. I do love me some Josh Allen, but I'm not. I don't want to condense Fields and Justin Jefferson to get Josh Allen. So that's at least four first to value between those two, if not more. Right. Josh Allen ain't worth four first. No. Sorry. I mean. To, to me, realistically, like if I have Justin Fields and I'm trying to get Josh Allen, I mean, that's a hell of a fucking upgrade. But I wouldn't want to add much more than a 23 first on top of him to get Josh Allen. You know, I know I'm going to add a 23 first and then a little bit extra, but no, that's way too much. I couldn't yeah, do I that. Couldn't, I couldn't no. do that. I'll take the, my QB8 and my wide receiver 2 over my QB2. Right. Easily. Well, looks like we're about the end of our rope here. Getting there. Okay. Hear me out. Oh, no. All right, so. Basically, a 24 first, uh-huh. Justin Fields, Malik Willis, and James Cook. Oh. For Lamar and Traylon. Oh, Lamar and Traylon. That'll get you with Malik. You almost did. You said Malik, then you said James Cook, who I still like. But Lamar and Traylon, I'm higher on Traylon than Malik and James Cook. And then Lamar's proven he has a longevity so far. Absolutely. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just figured you might have struggled a little bit with that one. The man's going to get paid by someone. Absolutely. He's his own agent. He's doing a damn good job of it. Did you see the top one? I saw Kyle Pitts. Yeah. That's all I saw. That's all you saw? Yep. So let's hear it. All right. So Josh Allen and Gabe Davis for DJ Moore, 24 first, Justin Fields, and Kyle Pitts. Oh, Pitts side. It's all day. I mean, if I'm going to take Fields and JJ for Josh Allen, I'm damn sure going to take Fields, Pitts at first, and DJ Moore. Yeah, see, Gabe I'm, I'm is, kind of I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Like I like DJ Moore over Gabe Davis personally. Yeah. So, and then I just said Justin Fields plus a first, and then something small for Josh Allen. Kyle Pitts is not something small. No. So to me, I'm in the same boat. Justin Fields and Kyle Pitts. I'll take that side every single day. Yeah, that is the last trade so far on the trade yeah. browser for Dynasty Nerds. GM tool, which 
Fucking fantastic tool. It's no, it's, probably it's, my favorite a, one it's a great use. tool. I mean, when we're on it, we obviously didn't do every single trade because that we could have talked for another two hours. There, there are bad trades on there. Yeah, like we saw one Alexander Madison fuck? for Justin Fields straight up, and it's like, what the fuck? And that was after last Sunday's game, right? So and these are all super flex trades, right? So take it with a grain of salt. Um, look at all of them. If you're looking at them, the ones that make sense. I would put your value with the ones that make sense. There's some very interesting ones in there. I didn't expect to see Herbert move for him at this point. Right. Or you should even Kyler. Lamar, I could I could have seen that one coming in a package because Lamar hasn't had the best season. I know some people are down on him and typical, you know, he's going down the slope and Justin Fields is going right past him going up the slope. So I, I don't see that. I don't think we're quite there yet, but I can see. Oh no, not not rankings wise. I just mean momentum wise. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Not having the best season in Fields is fucking ripping ass. Yeah, momentum wise, Lamar's going down and Fields is going up. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm sure that was a contender that had Lamar. So I'm sure he looked at it like, oh, you're you keep declining. You're not winning me weeks. This guy's gonna win me weeks. And I'm ready for that. Yeah, but like you and I just talked about not, you know, 20 minutes ago, what Justin Fields is doing is not sustainable. I would no. not, I wouldn't be trading your studs for a guy like Fields doing what he's doing. The the 120 plus rushing yards a game, in my opinion, is not not sustainable. It's good, don't get me wrong, but... It's going to stop, and once it finally gets back in the check and he gets 60, 70 yards a game without the touchdowns and has to rely more on his passing ability, he'll get back down to, to me, truly what he is until he gets some more help. Yeah, I mean, he faces Atlanta next week. Shit defense, I can see another yeah, he'll, 30 plus from him. Right. Uh, then the Jets. I can flip a coin at that one. I I like the Jets' defense overall, but I don't think they're the toughest matchup for them. Right. You know, their best asset is their secondary, Sauce Gardner, and you know, that gets the Bears, that's not going to matter. Right. Then you get Green Bay. I could see them with their blitz packages really getting to them. So I could see that being a bad game. Philly. Another bad game. That, I love that defense. Yeah. Bills. Another bad game. And then for the Week 17 championship, plays the Detroit Lions again like you did today. Yeah, well, that, that could be a good one. But are you starting him in any of your playoff push games or any of your first two weeks of the playoff? I think you have to just because even if it is against a really good studly defense, with his athleticism and wiggle, he could bust one for 50 and a touchdown, and boom, right there's 11 points. Right, but I, I agree, you have to. But in those three games, his 100-yard streak's going to end at yeah. some oh, point. Yeah. It it's, will. It, this, is, that's what I'm getting. this is not sustainable. Now, if by some odd chance you have him and you get to championship week 17. Oh my God, you're feeling he's gonna, it's gonna. I'm not going to say it's a free win, but fucking, he'd better be your QB1 that week. Yeah, I mean, I'm riding him till the wheels fall off this year. Just the upside, what he's shown so far, I think it's just it's too damn much. You can't bench him even and against the Eagles. I don't 
think you can do that. At least I wouldn't do that. I don't think that no, would be but a smart play. We might be having a different conversation if he goes out there and does do it against the Eagles. Maybe yeah. he's a lot better than even what we're giving him credit for. You know, I mean, it's it's football. It's Shit possible. happens. Yeah. Um, Especially I, that late in the year. Right. The Eagles might have the division locked up and start resting some of their starters. It's hard to say. You know, it, I mean, it's hard to yeah. say. Shit, shit happens. This is um, true. But I'd for sure, I'd, if I got Justin Fields, I'm riding him right now. I'm not selling him. I'd, I mean, you got to keep him. So what would you pay for Justin Fields right now? What would I pay? I mean, about the same that I'd sell him for. Um, obviously, you're going to want to sell him for a little more than what you'd pay. I'd Two twenty-three first. He's gone out the door. Pack the bags. Yeah. Sounds about right. I mean, I think his value right now. I mean, it's volatile for sure because it can go up and down. But I mean, as we speak, if I were buying him, it'd be two twenty-three first. And if I was giving away two twenty-three first, it's not going to be a top four pick. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's a top four pick. I'd probably take my chances with either of the two top quarterbacks. Um, I'll put you there. I mean, just I think it's hard to sell them. Even if you would get that offer knocking at your door. I mean, it's right on par value-wise in my opinion. But just when I close my eyes and think about his trajectory, I just see Jalen Hurts' face. I mean, I'm, I love Hurts. Yeah. And if he could have do what Hurts has been doing the past two years to – in core years from his rookie year where he started the last four games. That's hard to get rid of because in one of our leagues that we're no longer in, I did sell Hertz the 107 in a 23-second for Lamar. Right. I'd much rather have Hertz in the picks back. Absolutely. So I, I'm on the yeah, fence but hindsight's 2020, you didn't know how well I, – I mean, you were – Granted, it's not really a sophomore slump because this is Hurts' third year, but this would be his second year being the starter. Mm-hmm. So you anticipated a second-year slump. It normally happens. But they also went out and got A.J. Before, Brown. Before the O-line's healthy. Miles Sanders looks good. Look I mean, just everything, it's just everything's clicking. Yeah, the, I made the trade fucking February, March. Oh, yeah. Before well, they got A.J. Brown. Right, well before they got A.J. Brown. I would have done that. After that trade, no. You wouldn't have made the trade after they got AGB? No. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have either. I knew it happened before, but I just was curious. I wouldn't have either. Um, No, I, again, I I don't want to continuously agree with you, but uh, trajectory-wise, absolutely. This has got Jalen Hurts 2.0 written all over it. Um, The same thing with the Eagles. Justin Fields is incompetent of... Getting hurts what he needs, and then, boom! All of a sudden, he's got everything he needs. The offense is his, tailored to him, and turned everybody's opinion. And honestly, it's Chicago doesn't need to do a whole lot. You invest a little bit in that O line, get him a, again, you know, no, no no shame against Clay Poor Mooney, get him a top twelve wide receiver. I think the big doesn't have to be a top three or four guy. No, but get him. Get him a, a, a one, a wide receiver one. I, mean, I think the big thing for, like, Burr, sorry, Hurts, Lamar, 
Kyler, Fields type of players, is getting a wide receiver, but getting one that can separate. Right. I mean, Lamar, that's been the big issue. Is he doesn't have any way to throw to that separates other than when he had Hollywood. And right. he's not a big guy, so he was just separating downfield. You know, look at Kyler. He's got D-Hop. Done very well with D-Hop. He still can separate from his fucking defender. Bro, he's got Jamar. I mean, you look at all these guys, though. Not just the guys you just mentioned, but every guy that's... Right. Hurts now is AJB, and he had Smitty last year who could separate. I mean... Right. Which, you know, if you're getting a separator, they're probably going to be a top 10, 15 wide receiver naturally. But just in that mold, I think it's more important. Like a... Get him like a fucking CD Lamb. Who can get off his defender, and that's going to help him immensely. Oh, absolutely, because a Traylon Burks would be great in that well, offense. We, I, I think, think, yes, absolutely, because he can beat his man in any any type of coverage in any way he wants. Um, I was hoping personally, Darno Mooney was going to be that guy. He's just a burner. Uh, yeah, I, I was very high on Mooney year year and a half, two years ago, and just hasn't worked out as. As highly as I was on him, but I still think he gets well shit on for when he shouldn't. He's still a yeah. serviceable wide receiver too for you. No, absolutely. You I, plug I'm him in st- and I mean, leave I'm him. still high on Mooney, but he's not what I was hoping him to be. What? How would you feel since maybe the Lions might just blow it up and trade everybody? What would you feel about Amon Ra? That would be great for him. He could work on that short intermediate. I think that would also help him. Open roll it up, out, get on it up the for edge. Darnell in the, in the deep ball. Yeah, you're not going to have the DBs or linebacker, whoever's on Amon Ra, creeping up. They're going to stick with him. So that'll naturally create some more space in the field for him to either read the defense better or get out and gallop like he does. But, I mean, even like a Jerry Judy would be yeah, great. good, too, yeah. The route running savant, you know, Amari Cooper. If they could have paid what the fucking Browns paid for Mari Cooper, that would have been a home run for them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like you say, a route-running savant. I mean, look at what Aaron Rodgers did with Devontae Adams and now what he's doing without him. Or, fuck, they would have taken a dart throw at Calvin Ridley. Right. I mean, Claypool's not bad. I think he can get off his defender better than what he's given credit for. Yeah. I'm, Plus, that's... being a big man, athletic right. as he is, obviously helps, but, you know, Fields can just... 50, yellow, 50 ball it. Right, yellow that bitch down there. Chances are Claypool's going to out-jump whoever the hell's guarding him. And he's also obviously probably three, eight, four inches taller. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And, I'm yeah, I, I never have I tried to dog Claypool. I, I think Claypool is good in his own right. But yeah. he's not going to sit consistently beat his guy one-on-one 90% of the time. If they can get a guy like, like you said, a perfect example was Jerry Judy. If, if he can get like a guy like Jerry Judy who beats Devontae Smith... Beat a guy, beat their guy one on one ninety percent of the time. Justin Fields would have fun. Oh yeah. And yeah. then I, I mean, if you, you, it wouldn't take like I said, it wouldn't take much. You get one of them guys, and they don't have to be a, like a top ten guy, but a Devonte Smith, a Jerry Judy, a Chris Olave. I mean, I know that's early, but you know, guys like that, route runners that are good and create separation every play, and beef up that O line a little bit. I mean, you're, you're talking about a, a probably a pretty good fucking offense. Yeah, especially in that division. I mean, I know the Packers are a tough defense. The Lions are not. The Vikings, I feel like they're hit or miss nowadays. Yeah. So you're only worrying about the Packers. I think playing the, two the other Vikings are going more offensive heavy. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, so O'Connell. Yeah. Um But that, he, that division's pretty well wide open though. I mean Yeah, now that Aaron Rodgers is shitting the bed. Right. I mean so. the Vikings are probably next up in line for the the short time, but they're not Kirk Cousins ain't gonna be there around there forever. No. You know. Um I mean I think for sure first round of the draft they're going wide receiver. I've seen JSN has been the popular choice. Not mad about it, but I I'd rather have Addison over Jason, maybe even Boutte. Uh, I, yeah, I think my problem my problem with Jason is like he's always to me a slot guy, like he's a guy in the middle. I want a guy that I can put out wide that can beat his man every single time. Yeah, out wide, wide. You know what I mean? Um, and that's Addison. I like boot. I like booty too. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, I think Addison would be a great pick. Addison, Addison or booty, either or, bootay, either or, either either or over JSN for sure. I, and I love JSN, but and I think the Addison pick would give you more more versatility with Claypool and Mooney. Claypool, I think he'd be fantastic as a big slot. Right. He, I think he could borderline dominate. Oh, yeah. Most why, linebackers. Why not? What's he, 6'3"? 6'3". 6'4"? Like 220, runs a 4'3". Fucking freak. Right. If he could play the big slide, you put Addison on the outside and Mooney on the other side, or fucking Cole Komet, I think you got some cooking there. It'd be fun to watch. But, nah. That's enough Justin Fields talk for one week, because we're going to jinx the man on accident. Yeah, I'll probably shit the bed next weekend. Wouldn't surprise me. Me neither. Being an Ohio State quarterback and all, so. But... <clears throat> Let's hope he doesn't. Yeah, hopefully. But that'll do it for this week's edition of Dynasty Football Talk. You can find us on Twitter at DFT Podcast, Gump7285, and D underscore Cook93. So hopefully you guys have a great weekend of watching some more football as we start gearing up for that playoff run. Next week's episode, we'll be talking a little bit more in depth about what we're doing with our rebuilders and contenders, specifically on trading next week and how we're rounding out our rosters for the rest of the season. Some, like, team construction type stuff. Oh, yeah, some some of the good shit that we're all fiending for. I know when I'm listening to the content I listen to, that's what I'm looking for. What should I be doing with my roster this time of year? And what kind of moves are people really making? So that'll do it for this week's episode, and we'll see you guys again next week. See ya.